We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Finishing that, but like we act like he was an undrafted. So maybe it's just a Bay Area thing. No, I think it's bigger than that. Russell Wilson was was doubted at every single turn. And then eventually we gave in, and now he's being doubted again. Can, can we just keep it Bay Area for a second? Yeah. Because now I'm thinking. Lindsay was the up, same way. I was just going to bring him up. I was just going to bring him up. Lindsay Cub was – I was just going to bring him up. Okay, great example. And we do this because of height and weight and right. body type. Matt Cain, Lincecum was a conversation forever. How many Giants fans did you come up to and you go, who would you pay long-term? Well, I'm paying Matt Cain. Yeah. He's bigger and stronger. That's yeah. what most people would say. They both lasted the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, both had basically worn themselves down to the right. nub by about 2013. Right. They were both finished. Right. You know, Cain had the bone spurs, and, and Lincecum had the hip issue. And they were both done. And they were both great. And I love Matt Cain. Lincecum was better. He was. Yeah. And I love Matt Cain. Yep. And, 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 you know, you, you, whatever. But we did that over and over. Steph Curry, we've done that since day one. I think we've done it to a degree with Draymond mm-hmm. Green because he didn't fit the mold of a true power forward. Like, what is he? Right. Like, what, what exactly is he? He's not conventional, you know? And so I think at times we've done this to Debo Samuel. Well, he's not a traditional wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And he's not a traditional running back, you know? And, and, and I think at times we diminish that. Right. And, and I think that we, we look at what someone doesn't do as opposed to all the great things they can do. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm glad you brought up uh, Tim Lichikov because he was doubted. All he did was win two Cy Youngs, and I know it was short-lived, but it was generational, man. The it factor, the sizzle when he got to the yard, cameras everywhere. There was Tim Lichikov day, and then there was every other day, right? Lichikov day was the one, and so you're spot on with that. You know, maybe it's just a Bay Area thing where people from the East Coast, Midwest, they look at the Bay Area and be like, ah, oh, yeah, they're they're finesse, they're soft, they're Hollywood. We're, we're completely different from Southern California. But maybe it's just a Bay thing because Steph was disrespectful. The fact that Steph Curry had to win a finals MVP to validate his greatness in a lot of people's minds was just absurd. Well, the, right? The, no doubt it's absurd. I mean, like, he had to have a 40-something point game in a finals for them to finally tap out. Right. I mean, it's ridiculous. But Joe Montana's the easy one, and I don't want to do that to Brock. It's not fair. He, It's just not. Like, But Joe Montana was doubted at every single turn. But what about Frank Gore? Frank Gore, never the biggest, never the fastest, never even the best running back in any particular year in the league. And yet it was an all-time legend. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so I, I do believe that, like, there are certain athletes that don't fit the mold. I look at Dennis Eckersley for the Oakland A's. Wasn't a flamethrower, right? So a lot of people are like, eh. I mean, look, look in the history of the game. Who else besides John Smoltz has 150 saves, 150 wins? Because he didn't fit the mold of what we right. viewed a closer to look like. Let's hear what Mooch had to say about Purdy. Steve Mariucci, former 49ers head coach, <clears throat> pardon me, now at NFL Network. Here's his thoughts on Brock Purdy. Here's something interesting, fellas. You know, we all talk about Brock Purdy being Mr. Irrelevant and all that baloney and playing like crazy. All the other quarterbacks in the playoffs remaining are first-round picks, every one of them, okay? From, and you know who they are, from, from uh, Jared Goff to Baker Mayfield to – C.J. Stroud to Jordan Love to Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Lamar. They're all first-rounders. And then here comes this kid, Brock Purdy, that nobody knew about really until he started kicking butt and taking names last year. And, you know, he's been playing just fantastic. And, yes, he's got a veteran team. And, yes, he's got weapons galore. Um, but you know what? He's, he's the guy that he's the spoon that serves a drink over there. And, um, and I know he had a tough day at the office against the Ravens on Christmas. Yeah, he threw four picks. So what? You know what? Three of them were batted. That's not going to happen again if they end up playing the Ravens again. So that's Mooch's take on Brock Purdy. You know Mooch is going to love some Brock Purdy. Of course. But when they say, oh, who's got the most pressure? Why? You know, on one, I, I've seen this, and this, it's utterly ridiculous. On one hand, oh, Brock Purdy, boy, he, he's got the most to prove. Oh, he's got all the pressure on him. Why? If he's the worst quarterback left, why would he have all the pressure on him? 
if he's got all these stars around him, why wouldn't Lamar Jackson have the most pressure on him or Josh Allen? It, it, they deflect from them, but yet put down at Brock Purdy at every turn, but yet he has the most pressure. It doesn't make sense to me. It, well, the whole rhetoric doesn't make like So Lamar Jackson's a good example. I'm glad you brought him up. Well, he's drafted late in the first round. If he goes a handful of picks later, we view him differently. Right. I if, don't. If, he's if, a Heisman Trophy winner. He, he's awesome, right? Like, once you get in the league, can you play or not? Like, that's right. You know, I know there's financial politics based on how much you're making, and there's, you know, roster decision politics where you might keep a first or second rounder because right. you've invested more in them a year or two long, like, whatever. But, like, once you start playing, for example, if I were ranking all the tight ends, if I did the exact same exercise everyone's right. doing, does anyone care that Travis Kelsey was drafted in the third round and that George Kittle was drafted in the fifth round? Nope. Nope. Does anyone care Laporta was drafted in the second round? None mm-hmm. of it matters. We're just asking who are the good players. Right. Does it matter if I were ranking all of the linebackers that Fred Warner was a third rounder and Patrick Queen, I don't even know where he was drafted, but I know Roquan was a first rounder. Right. None of that matters. No. Or that Drake Greenlaw was a fifth rounder. None, none I just don't know matters. why we're doing that exercise with the quarterbacks yeah. and basing it solely on draft status. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous to me. All the guy did was finish. What did he finish in passing guards? Third, because he didn't play the last game. <laughs> he finished fifth because he didn't play the last game of the season. Jer- Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy would have finished in the top four in passing guards had he played that last game against the Rams. Jared Goff and Baker Mayfield went number one overall. Number one overall. So if we're going to do the first round thing, well, let's do where you were picked in that particular right. round. Is anyone taking those two over over Patrick Mahomes? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. But because Patrick was drafted twelve slots later or ten slots later, we're viewing him differently. Like, no, that's ridiculous. It's so you an think it's all? Exercise. So you think it mostly has to do with draft status? Yes, and it's an absurd exercise. Is what I'm trying. You don't to think say. it has to do with Shanahan and how? Oh, that's he's viewed. How he's viewed around the league, how his offense is viewed, the Shanahan and the scheme and the way he gets the most out of his quarterbacks. Or are we are we a little jaded from the Jimmy Garoppolo era? Is that what it has to do? Well, that's like Brock. Brock has better numbers than Jimmy ever did. Brock's a better football player than Jimmy G. I have seen him play better football at a higher level than Jimmy G. And Jimmy G was good, right? Like, he had, he had his moments. No one is denying that. Right. Jimmy G was a good player. I think Brock's a better player. Like, it's pretty straightforward to me. You know what yep. I mean? Like, I, it's it, it just is what it is, you know? Like, so... I, I think that we do this thing where we, we try to uh, dilute people's accomplishments because of the talent around them. Again, mm-hmm. you bring up Steph Curry. We've done that with Steph Curry at every single turn. Right. Well, look at the team he's on. Look at the system right. he's in. He's a system player. We did this with Kurt Warner to a degree, and I did it, and I'll raise my hand, and I admit it. And then by the time he got to Arizona, I just tapped out. We did this with Tom Brady. We do this, and it's not fair, and it's ridiculous. And until you win one and bank one, the narrative is going to continue it's to be, be yeah, yep. that he is not what everyone else is. All right, let's get to King of the Hill in a second here. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM, and HV1 San Francisco, always live on the free Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app in favor of 95.7 The Game for the best and most up-to-date sports coverage. And don't forget, you can also watch us on YouTube and Twitch. Brought to you by First NorCal Credit Union, the smart choice for low auto low rates and super simple online application process. It is a football Friday. Brought to you by First 5 California. California to learn four things you can do to overcome toxic stress. Go to first5california.com and squeeze a king of the hill this week. Dun, 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 dun. Our top five moments from the Packers and Niners. This is all going to be slanted towards the 49ers. I'm not throwing any Packer moments on this. King of the Hill brought to you by West Coast Men's Health. Successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. Visit westcoastmenshealth.com. Number five. Number five. Phil Dawson is game winner in 2014. Now you can have the Crabtree fourth down catch in the end zone. You got Frank Gore's block. But we got Phil Dawson with the game winning field goal. It is good. San Francisco moves on as they win here at Lambeau Field. Dawson ends it with a 33-yarder. And the final 23-20, San Francisco. Joe Buck on the call for Fox Sports in zero-degree weather. Kaepernick going sleeveless in that game. I feel like we're going to be talking about Kaepernick on this list in a second. Number four. Number four. 2021, the greatest day in special teams history for the San Francisco 49ers. Talano Hufanga, Jordan Willis, get your block on, baby. And that's five sacks for this defense in each of the last three games, and it's blocked. Up into the air, 
Ryan spinning inside the 10. Picked up and a touchdown! Hafanga got the <laughs> return for the touchdown after the block by Jordan Willis and the special teams. 13-10 victory. Niners advance to the NFC title game against the LA Rams in 2021. What a fun Saturday night game that was Incredible. at Lambeau Field. All right, number three. Number three. Raheem Mostert still oh in the show in 2019. Garoppolo still only thrown six passes. Uh. Mostert left side. Another first down carry and more. How about a touchdown? Please. I mean, come Isolate on. Isolate the Joe Buck. He's only thrown six passes. Give it to me one more time. Garoppolo's still only thrown six passes. Why would he throw more when you're averaging seven yards a carry? Joe Buck was, like, slightly disgusted, yeah, as I was saying. Yeah, well, you don't want to see Reed Mostert run 29 times. Garoppolo's still only thrown six passes. The guy ran for 220 yards, four touchdowns, and you guys are... Bitching the ball over a guy throwing eight times. You guys are sick. All right, number two, Kaepernick. Number two. <laughs> Last playoff game ever in Kettlestick Park history. 263-yard passing yards, two touchdowns, one interception, 181 rushing yards, and another two touchdowns. That's four total touchdowns for Kaepernick, over 400 total yards. What a day for Colin Kaepernick. Last playoff game ever at Kettlestick Park. And in number one. Number one. It's T.O. It's T.O. To catch two. Who we're going to have on today? At 9.20 on the morning roll, on 95.7 The Game. Two hours. King of the Hill, brought to you by West Coast Men's Health, successfully treating men for ED and chronic pain. Visit westcoastmenshealth.com. We got to run. We got to run. We got to run. We're taking your phone calls on the other side. 888-957-9570. Plus, shameless shout-outs on the first call Friday. Shameless shout-outs on the first call Friday coming up at 7.45. It's all brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking. No compromises. Now, back to the morning roast with Fonte and Shasky. You know, one thing I love about the NFL playoffs, Shasky, you start seeing all the old highlights from whether it's the 60s, the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, the 00s, the 10s, the teens. But you always hear some are all in Madden at some point. And they've been showing all these throwback games, and I can't get enough of them. I just get stuck. Baby Chaz is yelling, Papa, Papa, Papa. Nana's yelling at me saying, Babe, she's calling you. She's calling you. And I'm just lost in the sauce. I get lost in the sauce because I see Matt in the Summerall. And it could be a random mid-80s New York Giants-Cowboys game. And the Giants wearing all whites at the Meadowlands. I'm like, what's going on here? Mark Bavaro's catching passes. And it's just Matt in the Summerall. And I'm just listening to them call the action. And when I think of the big games like this, and this is going to be on Fox, and Greg Olson joined us yesterday, he's going to be on the call. He's now starting his legacy in the broadcast booth, and I think he's done a damn good job, a damn good job. But I do get the nostalgic madness somewhere off fields. And I hear them, and I see the red end zones and the red paint. Think about how many big games they called at Candlestick Park. How many big playoff games for the 49ers and Packers? They're the greatest duo that I've ever heard in my life. I miss them so much. Me too. Well, I went back and I was watching. This was, uh, you know, <laughs> I have a sickness. I went back and watched the 1969 first ever NFC Championship game, Cowboys-Niners at Keysar. <laughs> Final game ever played at a, as an NFL game yeah, at, at Keysar Stadium. John Brody's the uh, quarterback. He was the MVP of the league that year. And who is not the play-by-play guy, the color guy, Pat Summerall. Wow. Because he was a kicker with the New York Giants. Mike Ditka on the Cowboys. It was just, it was incredible. The names that you see. I know. Ken Willard. Like, it was just Was Dan Reeves on that team? Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Look at you. Come on. Look at you. Dan Reeves, man. But, uh, no, it was just, I I live for for some raw Madden. Now I have to ask you, because you have me going down, you know, the rabbit's hole. For you, and I know you've been to a lot of playoff games the last couple of years. So, what's the best Niner playoff game you've ever been to? Well, I've only been to a few. 2019. Since 2019, I hadn't gone to any playoff games before that. I never really? got to go to the Candlestick playoff games. You know, unfortunately, circumstances. You're a little broke kid. I watched no, all those games. I, I watched all those games. No, no, no. It, it doesn't mean anything to me okay. if the, whether or not I was at the game or not. No, no harm, no foul mm-hmm. because 
I remember those games like I was there. Yeah. I basically was at those games. Yeah, for sure. Through the TV. My mom used to say, boy, you're really at the game. I'd sit in front of the TV, 10-inch TV, five feet away from the screen, locked in on every graphic, yeah. locked in on every commercial, locked in on every little factoid and stat, just sitting there quietly as a kid by myself watching all those big games. And I remember all the calls with Matt and Summerall. But since I've been going since 2019, we've had the Minnesota game. We've had the Green Bay game, the Seahawks game, the Cowboy game. Probably my favorites. Probably my favorites, but I got to... I got a short history, and I'm okay. creating these memories now with Anna, who's now been coming to these yeah. playoff games, and to hear her excitement about this Saturday. It's like, babe, I'm really fired up for this game. I'm really psyched up for That's this game. That's cool. And I'm like, I got her. And then baby Chaz is walking around, Papa, I, I want to wear the, and Papa's, she's, Papa, I want to wear my <laughs> like Niner jersey. Like, you know what I'm saying? By the way, I'm going to read this. We the Faithful, he spent $19.99. Thanks for the $20, We the Faithful. Defense make them one-dimensional turnovers and sacks will come. Offense find the mismatch and exploit it. But we're going to hit them in our mouth and make them pick their lip up all game long. All that taco is going to get them zipped up 38-10. to 10. That's from We the Faithful. He's picking a 38-10 to 10 game. All right. Uh, I think the Niners are going to win big what, what, going away. What, what's your favorite playoff game? It's got to be the it's got to be the NFC title game with the Niners and Cowboys. Uh no, that's actually not. Even though that's one of because I was so young. Like I was 13 years old or 12 years old or whatever. I was with my dad and my grandpa. Was, Saints Niners. To me if I were to rank them 1 2 3 in order, it goes Saints Niners number one. It just in terms of like yeah. the 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 jubilation and the entirety of the game, the actual right. game and the feeling and and coming out of that stadium and everything. Mm-hmm. Saints Niners, just because I, I literally was crying and the entire stadium stood the entire time. Saints right. Niners, one of the greatest games of all time yep. in Bay Area history. And then number two, Giants Niners, the mm. wild card game. Unbelievable. Me and Mikey C sitting in the end zone talking smack to New York Giants fans. Just unbelievable game. The, the comeback was unreal. And then number three is the Kaepernick game yeah. at Candlestick because just the way that game unfolded and to beat Green Bay after not yep. beating them for so long and to see Kaepernick do yep. that in his first playoff game, it was unreal. Not knowing in real time, and now in retrospect, looking back, not knowing it was the final playoff game yeah. in Candlestick, mm-hmm. that entire build-up to it, the tailgate, everything, for me, these are my personal right. ones. Yeah, that's the one. Those yeah. are the ones. That, that was a, that I've been, was a I've been, I think I've been to <clears throat> 11 or 12 playoff games. I've been very lucky. Yeah. No, I can't wait to go to this one. But yeah, all, all the playoff games I've been to has been in the last, last five years. Last five years. Um, luckily, I got into this business to get some credentials well, or whatnot. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. 888-957-9570. Real quick, Shasky. Shameless shout-out yep. to 745. Also, don't forget, between 730 and 830, you want to win an autograph throwback Christian McCaffrey jersey? Well, listen for the key words in about eight minutes. We'll do it for an hour. Starting at 730 to 830, listen for the key words and text that keyword to 20357, and you will qualify for an autograph. Throwback, Chris McCaffrey jersey. You also listen between 12.30 and 1.30 and 4.30 to 5.30. You can win, and yes, you can qualify once each show. We've had over 10,000 text messages. Wow. Over 10,000 text messages. People want this jersey. Wow. Bad. That's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. Uh, yeah, they do want this CMC jersey. It's similar to the one I've got on right now, Steve Young. Yep. It's a 94, you know, retro throwback. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, the one thing that... that sucks about the digital age. I know the digital has, you know, having a phone and everything and and not having to have physical copy tickets. Yes. Yeah. So I was going back, my, my brother dropped off a bunch of stuff uh at the house yep. recently, a bunch of old, you know, sports illustrated and things like that. And I had some tickets that he had somehow gotten a hold of that were mine. And I'd gone back, and I was looking at all of my tickets from back in the day. And I don't even remember this game. I don't even remember, but I was there. I have the ticket stub. The final game for LT in 1993, it was like January of 94. Oh, Ricky Waters ran for five touchdowns that They game. won like 44-3. So I watched three. that game back yeah. recently after seeing yeah. it. Because I don't even remember that Dan game. Reeves, Dan Reeves was the head coach yes. of the New York Giants. Phil Sims on the field. Ricky Waters ran for five touchdowns. And LT retired on the yeah. on the field at yeah. the end of the game. Yep. I don't even remember that yeah, game. Yeah, oh, I remember that game. But I, I didn't. That game. And I, I went to the game and I didn't. Well, I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like right, I don't right, even. Right, right, right. For whatever reason, it got blocked in all of the memories and whatnot. And I had a ticket stub. I'm saying. Damn. So that's why, like, if you get a chance to take your family member to, you get to bring Anna to the game, your daughter to the game. These are memories that forge a fandom for Mm -hmm. life. Mm-hmm. For life, and you're going to go back, and and it's it's going to make you addicted to the sport and to the team forever. Yeah, now for her to 
you know, we've because Anna likes to get there right on time, but we've got there early a couple times. She goes, "Oh, we need to get here early all the time. They're warming up and on the field, the, the music playing and all that stuff, and the bomber jet flying over the stadium." And of course, with Brock Purdy, when he was struggling during the bye week, or excuse me, during that three game losing streak, she was stressed out. She called me and goes, "This is why women live longer than men. Yeah. We don't watch sports." <laughs> I'm stressed out right now. I'm getting going crazy. What's wrong with Brock? He's got a concussion. Ah! And I was like, that's a fan. That's a fan right there. But, you know, one of the, fun, the best tickets I have when you talk about ticket stubs is the Rose Bowl. Kove and I, right? Oh, Kove nice. drove down to the Rose Bowl. Florida. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. State Oregon, uh, the first ever BC, uh, playoff playoff game in college football. And we got a scalper. We bought some tickets from a scalper. And they had the rose petal on the ticket. That's the, cool as hell. the rose petal. Yeah, that's cool as so hell. I was like, man, I got to keep and this. As much as I love the digital age, that, right. you're not comparing to that. No, it doesn't. You're just not. And so I have a book, B. I, I bought like a binder. You yeah. know, one of those right, school right. binders, a yeah. black one. I got this binder and I put it into all my tickets in right. there. And I'll, one of these days I'll bring it in. We'll go through them all. Yeah, no. Nah, there yeah. are hundreds of games I've been to. Let's go to uh, Rob in San Bruno. Oh, Let's go, Rob. Say, Bruno, what's happening? Better bring that positivity. <clears throat> oh, yeah. What's going on, fellas? Hey, look, man. We know this is not about Brock Party. We know Brock Party is the product of this game. We've seen plenty average to good quarterbacks look good under this search scheme. This has nothing to do with not saying Brock is not good, but this is the Cal Shanahan show. I said it earlier in the season. This is where Kyle Shanahan needs to make his money. In the regular season, he's Bill Walsh Jr. In the championship game in the Super Bowl, he turned to Jimmy Ray. He, he, he forget how to call plays. So, Brock will do good if Kyle does good. If Kyle play call his own, Brock going to roll. But Kyle is getting out coach, and he's, he's, he's not winning certain downs, and he's moving on third down with his play calling, guess who's going to struggle? So Not let me get this he straight. You believe you believe there's more pressure on Shanahan during this playoff run than there is Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy making nine hundred thousand. He's a seven round pick, last pick in the draft. He he can like I said, I said it before. He can retire right now and say I had a great NFL career. Nobody, we're, we're, this is he's not. We wasn't a first round pick. He's not a second round. He was the the last pick in the draft. This is Kyle Shanahan's baby. Kyle just got another contract extension. Mm. This is this this thing got nothing to do with Brock Purdy. Is 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 what Brock Purdy is? Kyle, that's he, he's a product. Um, it's the reason why these all these people saying what they're saying about him. Talent wise, Brock Purdy is the eighth best quarterback left in the. You talking about talent wise? He is the eighth best. Let's keep it real. Let's just keep it real. But in this scheme, if if CMC is running and he and he bringing that eighth man in the box, yeah, you gonna have them deep shots because it's one on one. I want to push back open. on this. I want to push back. Rob, Rob, I love you, buddy. He is more talented physically than Baker Mayfield. He is. I'm sorry. He is. I think he has better arm talent. I think he's got better mobility. Uh, I, I think that he processes quicker. Like, if we were just doing a redraft right now, everyone's taking Purdy over Baker Mayfield. Okay, that, that, okay, that's fine. Baker Mayfield Baker still had a, a, a good season with no, no running game. You put ba- you put Baker with this offense with just with a running back. Just put him with CMC to where the pressure's off of him to where that eighth man got to come into the box. Now his receiver's seeing one-on-one all day long. And you just throw it up because B.A. going to go get it. Kittle going to go get it. Throw the Debo on, the, on a slant or them little reverses they're running. Debo going to make plays. We've seen Debo carry his offense. We've seen Debo carry Jimmy G to the championship game almost winning. So, I'm not saying Purdy isn't great, but Purdy isn't that guy. If if Kyle play calling is off, Purdy's going to be off. And we've seen this versus Baltimore. We've seen it versus Cleveland. We've seen it versus Cincinnati. If the, if Kyle's off his game and he's he's not having one of those games where he's just doing his Dougie, guess what's going to happen? Interceptions, tip balls. We've seen it. So I'm not putting this on Brock. 
This not this. This is Kyle Shanahan's baby, and Kyle needs to get the job done. I, I Rob, I hear you. I, and I look, I get the point about Shanahan. It feels like you're dumping on Purdy. I'm telling you right now, I I do believe not. And I just picked Baker Mayfield out of the hat. I also think the same about Jared Goff. I think if there was a redraft right now, I think Purdy would go higher than Goff. And and, and so I just I'm not here for it today. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you would. I mean, and that's you know, it's a great argument. It's a great argument. Golf has been really good. Purdy's good. Now we're going to see it. <laughs> Judgment Day's here. Judgment Day's here. We're going to see who's the cream of the crop. We're going to see who's the creme de la creme when it comes to the quarterback position. And all Brock has to do is be Brock. And what do you do to be Brock? Get the ball out on time, process it, play mistake-free football. That's all I want from you. Lean on a running game with Christian McCaffrey. Lean on Debo Samuel in the, in the jet sweeps and the wide receiver screens. Well, say, if Lean was... on Brennan Ayuk on the out routes and first down plays. Just be Brock. Don't do anything out of body. You know, you don't need to be Cam Newton. You don't need to be Peyton Manning. You don't need to be Josh Allen. Just be Brock. If we were having this same discussion and I told you that, uh, you know, Bryce Young, who went number one overall, was 19-3, right. and three, through almost two full seasons, and had put up the numbers that Brock Purdy did, would we be having this physical gifts conversation about who we're taking? No. And, and but, I, well, but, but I do think, I do think to his point, and look, I, if you want to see it as slight to Brock Purdy, it that's is. fine. I, I, hear, I hear you on that one. But to a sense, to a point, he is right about Shanahan in these big moments. There's a lot of 49er fans that have seen Kyle in these big moments come up short. There's no, you can't deny that. Oh no, you can't the, deny that. The Shanahan conversation is independent, right? So, but it feels like while we're having the Shanahan, you know, uh, conversation, we have to run over Brock with the Mack truck. And I'm not look, saying you're doing that, but it just feels like the majority of people are doing it. Again, I would say to people, if Bryce Young had the exact, and he's smaller than Purdy in every way, right. okay, and I don't think his arm is that great. I think Purdy's arm is very comparable to Bryce Young. I actually think Purdy can deliver the ball way more accurately. Oh, I don't know, Bryce Young. Bryce, Bryce Young can throw that thing. And if Bryce Young was nineteen and three, if he was nineteen and three and put up the exact same numbers as Brock Purdy, we would not be having the same rhetoric conversation that we're having regarding talent that we do with Brock Purdy. I think it's unfair. It, it, it's pretty unfair. It's unfair. Boy, Bryce Young can spin it. I, I'm eager to see what type of weapons he gets, but he may not get the weapons, and he may look like a mediocre quarterback for the rest of his career. But Bryce needs weapons. But I, I, don't, I don't care about Bryce Young. I care about Brock Purdy, and. The tandem of Shanahan and Purdy, they do have to be on point. If Shanahan is not on point with this play calling, it does wreck the offense. When he gets out of body, he starts getting pass happy. Or if he gets, you know, when it's a fourth and one, and he's running gun runs, and he's getting stuffed up the middle. Shanahan, in the playoffs, has come up short in terms of play calling. We can go through every single game of one of his postseason games. Now there's no excuse. You've got Brock Purdy. You've got yes. Debo. You've yes. got Ayuk. you got the guy who led, who broke a franchise record for passing yards in Brock Purdy. So to Rob's point about the play calling, I'll meet him halfway. Shanahan in the play calling. I'll listen to that. He's got to be on point. Because he has come up short in some big and, moments. And unlike playoffs in the past, you're fully healthy. Like in right. before, okay, when your running backs were down and everybody knew that Debo was getting the ball in 2021 and your quarterback had an injured shoulder, like I get it. And Ayuk was not the same player in the 2021 right. season that he is today. No, that's right? why I think I think Ayuk this postseason, Ayuk and, could be special. And in 2021, when they lost to the Rams and, and Jimmy was hurt, Trent was hurt, Debo was exhausted and it carried them. But play calling. Kittle was hurt too. Kittle? But I'm just saying, like, the, the play calling wasn't great. The play calling, was, the play calling was subpar. The season it was real. on the line and you were doing a gun run right. to, to Kyle Juszczyk. Right. The, the, the play calling was. The decision making in play calling maybe scratched my head multiple times. And, and, but I would. Even not, last year. Not to think about the play. Him, think about I, the play Brock Purdy got hurt. No doubt. Think about the play Brock Purdy got hurt. You had, a, a, you had a backup tight end blocking Hassan Reddick, who had an all-tie season for the Philadelphia you're, Eagles. You're going to have uh, you know, spots on the field where guys are blocking guys you don't want them to. It's just it, the nature of the game. Like They get paid, too, and so they're going to line up however they line up, and they're going to try to attack you. That does happen. From You're going to have a running back who's going to have to you know, but, block Miles Garrett every but that's, now and then. That's, part of, that's baked into everything. With Kyle no doubt. The decision-making has to be better. Don't even get me started with Super Bowl 54. Don't. I don't want to go there today. I, I'm not going to argue Super Bowl I don't want to go there today. They had a team-wide collapse, and they, the play they, calling was a part the, of it. The play calling and decision-making 
was a big part of it. Uh, but by they the way, also right had to play open well, over the top, the way, and we, they missed it. Four minutes late here. Uh, the throwback CMC jersey, the keyword. People have been waiting on it. Yeah. Well, here it is. The keyword takes it to 20357 right now. The keyword is ring. R-I-N-G. Ring. That is a keyword, 20357. That's ring, the 20357. Message to data rates do apply. Qualify right now up until 8 o'clock on this show to win a autographed Christian McCaffrey jersey. Let's go to the calls here. Uh, 888-957-9570. Shameless shout-outs coming up in 11 minutes. Let's go to Frank in Monterey. Frank, hey Frank. what's happening? Good morning, guys. It's been a while. How's everybody Good morning, doing today? Frank. I'm Good morning. so ready for this Niner game. Welcome to the pregame tailgate. Thank you. I I accept your invitation, and I appreciate your hospitality because you guys are fantastic. Uh, like I said, it's been a while, so I just wanted to say this. Uh, Shasky, congratulations to you and your family on your new baby. Oh, thank you. And also, yo, you're welcome. And also, uh, I am praying for your father. Thank to you. Have a swift and speedy recovery. Thank you. And uh, Bonte... Excellent job. You're welcome. Bonte, excellent job holding down the fort on that dreadful day yeah. last you. week. Thank you. You Thank did it. I was watching on YouTube, and I don't know how you held it together, dude. You you did fantastic. That's why I love him. Um, Appreciate it. Yeah, y'all are great. Um, anyway, first of all, I wanted to uh, let you know that I had to go back in the past. Uh, I watched that highlight of the uh, the Vikings playoff game from 88 you know the game when mm. anthony oh, carter yeah. was crazy oh yeah and obviously i know it's a nightmare Joe Montana i know got uh, yes he sure did and um it was a highlight for him it wasn't the whole game so anyway that game if they always say it's a game of inches that game to me was the ultimate game of inches because if you saw the highlight one inch here one inch there carter doesn't make those catches he, it was just an unbelievable performance by his part mm-hmm. and uh I feel that this team, yes, they're locked in. They're loaded. They're ready. I told you back in October when I first called you guys, let's get healthy, let's get in the tournament, and we're going to hoist this thing because that's what I feel inside. I feel that this team, they need to watch that video because they don't want to get, you know, full of themselves, so to speak, okay? And um, I'm sick and tired of these Kool-Aid-drinking people (laughs) knocking our quarterback because, to me, that seems to be the political correct thing to say. Purdy's the dude. He's our leader. He's going to do it tomorrow. He's going to lead us. We're going to hoist the trophy. So all these people keep saying, oh, this, oh, that. Oh, you guys could, well, look, I'm a Christian, so I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. they know where they can go. That's yeah. all I can say yeah. about that. And um, I'm wearing my Dwight Clark jersey. Let's go. Let's go, Frank. Teacher. So these these students of mine, they're going to see DC on my on my chest. We'll love it, Frank. And I'm saying 31-17. Love it. Love 31-17. it, Frank. 31-17. Now, one more thing. My One of my favorite um, playoff games is the um, the game with the Saints when uh, Vernon Davis oh, did yeah. the post route. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you why. Because nine months later, baby girl was born. There, there it go. is, Frank. Thanks, there it Frank. is, Frank. Good call there. Let's write a tat-tat real quick before Shaman shout out. Hey. Don't forget about the keyword ring. Ring. Text ring to 20357 to qualify for a Christian McCaffrey jersey. Just really quickly, it's interesting. We have these conversations about athleticism and physical gifts. And everyone, I think, looks at stature, speed, and arm strength. What about reaction time? What about quick twitch? What about your ability to improv? What about your ability to, you know, contort your body and make plays and throws um, athletically and bend? Like, there's so many different ways that you can evaluate yeah. and break down physical gifts. I just think that sometimes we get a little static with it, and I, my definition is much more loose. Yeah, I don't, I don't even get it. I don't, I don't even get it when it comes to Brock Purdy, man. I, 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 I don't even know. And and to be honest with you, I don't really care. I, I told you this earlier. I don't care what the nation says about it. I'm just I just want to know why. There's a why. Maybe it's just because it's the Bay Area, because we heard it with Steph Curry all the time. All the time with Steph. Guy's got four championships, two MVPs, the only unanimous MVP, yet he had something to prove against well, Boston. That's that's ridiculous well, and absurd. And I look at Steph, I'm glad you bring him up. Dexterity and hand eye coordination, are those not athleticism? Yes. Yeah, and he's through the off the charts. Yeah, no, off the charts. I, 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 don't I would say the know. same thing with Brock. I, I half these people haven't even played the game. Let's go to Jay in Florida. Jay, what's happening? Hey, how you guys doing? Happy Friday. Happy what's Friday, up? Jay. 
So I just wanted to make a quick point for all the criticizers of Brock Purdy. At least put this, when you criticize him, at least put this uh, into the criticism, that he has, at minimum, 116 less attempts for his top five yards. Yep. That's insane. That's insane. I mean, think about that. Think about that. He lit this league up. And what were the Niners in pass attempts? 27th, 28th? Yeah. Bottom of the league? That's yeah. why, you know what, tomorrow, I don't care if he throws the ball 20 times, 15 times, 8 times. Just win the damn game. But I, is he a game manager or a game changer? Well, quarterbacks are game managers. Garoppolo's I, still only thrown six passes. <laughs> well, no, that's that's just, that is. I love you, Yeah, Spaghetti. I know. You know that's funny. But, but then again, you know, people who don't know football will look at that and say, oh, he threw it eight times, Shanahan didn't trust him. You get Mike Flora on here. It's like, no, I got Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams over there. Why not just keep them off the field and just run the ball down their throats? In, in the game of football, you ask any coach out there, the most disrespectful thing to do to a team is to run it 100%. over and over and over and over again. The Niners in the divisional round against Minnesota ran it 12 straight times to seal the game. And George Kittle looked at the coach and said, let's keep keep running it. Keep running it because the confidence confidence in the offensive line. Offensive linemen love that. That's one thing the Philadelphia Eagles, Jason Kelsey was saying. It's like, we don't run the ball enough. And it's driving me crazy. Let's go to... uh, Well, he doesn't block. So that's funny. Right. Let's (laughs) go. Keep going. Keep going. I mean, Jason Kelsey, not Travis Kelsey. Jason Kelsey. Yeah, Travis Kelsey, he yeah. doesn't block. No, I was saying J.C. Kelsey with the Philadelphia oh, Eagles. Oh, I thought he was you meant saying, Tra- okay, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was saying My Philadelphia bad. Eagles. He was I saying our up. offensive line, gotcha. you know, we need to run the ball I more. you were talking about Kansas City. No, 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 no. He doesn't like, block. He's like Travis. I mean, come on. Look at the Let's mirror. Let's go to uh, Joel in San Jose. Joel, what's happening? Joel! Good morning, fellas. I'm kind of with Bonte. I'm tired of standing up for Brock Purdy. We don't need to be doing that. We know what he is. He is an elite processor he's going to take care of the game what i'm more concerned about is this defense and how they're just going to make jordan loves day miserable shark week like baldy says and on third down you know that thunderstruck is coming so i want you to give it to me one time in and out of a break i want to hear the thunderstruck i want to get fired up defense is coming baby pull up that thunderstruck i don't mind hearing that right now i don't mind hearing that right now Thunderstruck! Give me, give me Tony Montana. Give me Thunderstruck. Give me it all. Let's go to. Uh, it's third down. Give me it all. Let's go to Michael and Conquer. Michael's hyped up. Mike, there you go. You got your theme music, Michael. Michael and Conquer, you got your theme music. You said you're hyped up. Let me hear it. I, I am hyped up. How you guys doing? Thank you so much for hyping me this whole week. I'm thunderstruck. What you got, Mike? <laughs> Hey, I just want to uh, thank you guys this whole week and this whole season. You guys are awesome. You guys get me hyped for the game. I'm ready tomorrow. I'm bringing my niece for the first time. Uh, first playoff game for her, so we're making memories just like my dad and I used to do. And we're rocking. We're rocking, baby. We're rocking. We're rocking. We are rocking. Shave a shout-out to three minutes. Let's go. I mean... <laughs> The whole Brock narrative. The Stiney Yay is just, it's so good. I'm just, you know, they're just giving Brock so much fuel. He doesn't need the motivation. He was picked last in the NFL draft. That's all the motivation he needs. Now he has to prove it again. He was just top five in passing yards. He threw 31 touchdown passes. This offense averaged, they should have averaged 30 points a game. You don't, you know what's going to happen no matter what. Even if they pull off the, what we want, the miracle, right? And they win the Super Bowl. You know what the majority, do it again. Do it without Ayuk. Do it without Kim. Like the only way he will get any respect is if he rattles off three in a row with a bunch of plumbers and electricians out there playing with him. Well, just think about how many former Two players that my family are in. I'm not disrespecting. Uh, he's basically dead. Uh, how many players? I'm an assistant player. I am assistant. Exactly. He how has many to players? Be the how many former players have come out and defended Brock? I mean, quarterbacks. Kurt Warner defends Brock at every turn. What about Greg Olson, who's going to be on the call with Kevin Burkhart? Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman. Well, who's Greg Olson yesterday yeah. with us on a morning roast? I think there's a lazy narrative out there that just because you have a great coach which obviously Kyle Shanahan is, and just because you, who also is a great play caller, and then also because you're surrounded by really good talent that somehow that minimizes the type of player that you are. And, and, I, and I just I think throughout history, we haven't really applied the same, 
the same guidelines to other really, right? And we never held it against Kurt Warner. He's a Hall of Famer, rightfully so. No one ever said, yeah, but he had a Hall of Fame left tackle. Okay, so does so does Purdy. He had two Hall of Fame receivers. He had a Hall of Fame running back. So, you know, Peyton Manning played with mm-hmm. you know some of the best wide receivers in history. For whatever reason, everyone loves to use that against Purdy. So <laughs> I think that narrative hopefully starts to play itself out because all the kid does is play at a high level since he took over. Man, I mean... That's Greg Olson. He just laid it out for you. Peyton Manning's okay. Peyton Manning doesn't win Super Bowls without Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne and Brandon Stokely and Dallas Clark and Joseph Adai. Like, he doesn't win. Like, come on. I was wondering which of the running backs you were going to pick. Joseph Adai. I know. Dominic Rhodes. I could have Dominic Rhodes, too, if you wanted me to. <laughs> I mean, we could, we could do this here. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Pierre Garçon? You, you, we'll do this? We can do this. Seriously, man. Like, it's 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 embarrassing for people to go out there and put their names on it. Like, Amy Trask. You really had to say that, Amy. You drafted Jamarcus Russell. All right, if you want to start throwing stones at Brock Purdy, we can throw stones at you. And I don't care if you're a woman or not. You're She's a big girl. She is. She, didn't, how, draft, she didn't draft Jamarcus Russell. She didn't draft anybody. Exactly. Al Davis ran the show. I'm just saying you said they drafted. I mean, I don't think she, she did. Well, I mean, that. she was part of it. Everyone's got their opinions. You know, it's up to you like a buffet cart to pick and choose which ones you like and agree with and which ones you don't. But whatever. You that's, know? That's what people are going to Even do. within my own opinions, there are people that agree with me and disagree with me. So it's whatever. It's right. case by case. You can uh, dismiss certain sources. You can credit other ones. Like, whatever. No big uh, deal. Roe and Brentwood, before we get to shout-outs. Roe and Brentwood, before we get to shameless shout-outs. Roe, what's happening? What's up, B? What's up, Chasky? What's Chasky, up, congratulations on the baby. Thank you. Uh, hey, man, we just got to stop as a fan base to giving all these negative attention in regards to Brock Purdy, man, there's so many positive narratives, but we search for all the negative ones, man. So as a fan base, you know, we know that we're passionate. They know it's going to get clicks, and that's why it's getting all that attention. It's like arguing with the media that the sky is green, but we know it's blue. So let's just stop that. Let's appreciate what we have, and let's get this six, boys. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get the shameless shout-outs here on the Morning Rose. It's Friday. Yeah, I'm a shameless, horrible human being. Your chance to shamelessly shout out whoever or whatever you want. I need to shout out somebody. I forget their names. Mm-hmm. They would know who I am if they're listening. It's time for shameless shout outs on the morning roast. You know you make me wanna You know, Bonte, uh, my buddy texted me the other night, Art Tillis. And Art, if you're out there, what's up, buddy? I miss you. Uh, he goes, hey, I heard you guys promoting a pancake breakfast at Mills High School. Money for sports at Mills. Awesome that you guys are doing that. My daughter goes to Mills. She plays water polo and now basketball. And I just want to say thank you so much and tell Bonte thank you so much. So, Bonte, can you reread what you were going to promote there this is my shameless shout out the millbrick mill mills high school excuse me pancake breakfast fundraiser i'll be there from 9 a.m to 12 p.m whatever you can donate i have it on my story on instagram and facebook there's a qr code right there whatever counts if you want to give two dollars away three dollars four dollars five dollars hundred dollars fifty dollars we're going to raise money for the mills high school uh, athletic program it's an academic school but they do love their sports the girls basketball team is really really good i can't wait to meet them mills pancake mills high school pancake breakfast fundraiser I keep about to say the millbury pancake i know i know uh, Shout out the creamies. Yeah. <laughs> but i'll be there baby Chez is going to come by and it's going to be there i'm going to take my neighbor matthew do he wants to go to mills high school so yes. it's going to be in the mills cafeteria from saturday january uh tomorrow saturday january 20th from 9 a.m to 12 p.m $12 pre-sale, $14 at the door, all the pancakes with all the fixings, some sausage, some yogurt bar. Uh, we got a yogurt bar. We got juice. We got coffee. Nice. We got everything. They'll do a quick Q&A with me. We'll talk about how I got to this career, the uh, importance of team sports, the importance of it. So uh, I'm sure that I'll be a big part of that speech. I'm not sure if your name's going to make the speech. <laughs> you know, without Joe Shasky, I wouldn't be where I am today. I, I, I probably bring up Spadonia Lovin, but... Uh, I don't know about Joe Shasky. He was His the head's one already who big. convinced me to take I mean, the morning slot, and then the I, rest I, of my life fell into I, shape. I mean, I know I got a big head. I know I got a big head. But boy, Shasky's hat size has grown and grown and grown. Uh, Mills High School is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. I, I, Come I, by I, in Millbrae. Come by.
Should we go to the line? Let's oh, I it. see some special callers. Let's do it. Uh, Spinotti, love it. You got to be deep. All right, let's go to the calls. Uh, let's go to AJ in the 209. AJ, what's AJ. happening? What's up, fellas? Good morning. Big Good morning. Papa Shasky, to the Thank you. to the YouTube chat, to Ernie Chavez, and to the Villa. I see you. Hey, I take umbrage with Amy Trask. Keep my quarterback's name out your mouth. <laughs> as an executive, as an executive, come on, Amy. I think you would know football better than, than, than the words that are coming out your mouth, okay? We, the Bay Area deserves a better representative in the national media, and yep. you're not it. Give the man some credit for what he's done last year, what he's doing this year. Come on now. I just did, and you don't want to be you want to be petty. Fine, your favorite flavor ice cream sucks. And silver and black was better. I need the envy green. Mike drop. Later, fellas. Wow, wow. Look at AJ the two old night. Uh, from the four one five on the Comcast business text line. I would like to give a shout out to all the nurses and doctors at Kaiser ICU third floor that are taking care of my ninety one year old mother, Lola Marshall. Lola Marshall. She's a huge fan of the show and her favorite duo. Is Butcher Boy and Vontae. Prayers no out for her, please, and thank you so much. We love you guys from her son, Big Mike, and Go Niners. Yeah. Lola Marshall, 91 years old. Let's just turn the morning Keep roast. fighting. Lola, we're praying for you. Yeah. We love you, Lola. Keep fighting up there. I know you're going to pull through. The Niners are going to get this win for you tomorrow. Hell yeah. And and all of the healthcare workers that are out there, first responders, I've said this a couple of times in the last couple of weeks. You know, I, I, I take you for granted at times in my life, and I have taken you guys for granted. And, you know, you don't realize how important those people are, and they are literally agents of God, and yep. they're angels helping people stay alive. Um, save lives, all yep. those things, and I just, from the bottom of my heart, Shasky Porter family, we love you, and I know everybody out in the Bay Area appreciates all of your contributions all the time because it's it's a very thankless job and it's it's an important one. Shout out to Mackenzie and Caleb going to Lattimore School. Daddy loves you. Daddy loves you out there in the four hundred eight Comcast nice. Business Line. Let's go to Jay and Fremont. We're gonna get to everybody here on Shameless Shoutouts. Jay and Fremont, what's happening? Happy Friday, gentlemen. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. I wanted to give a shout-out to my fifth and sixth grade volleyball girls. We got a big game against our rivals nice. right before kickoff. So it's going to be a full, full-fledged full winning day. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go to Chris and Vallejo. Chris, what's happening? First, Fonte, my former co-worker. I what's up, Chris? It's incredible what you're doing for that middle school, man. Thank I, you, brother. I'm, Thank you. I love you for that, especially as an athletic director. And segueing into that, I was just really proud last night. My boys and MIT, my boys basketball teams, MIT and Griffin, played each other. And, you know, there's a little bit of a rivalry there, but the fans had incredible behavior. You know, really kept the game about the kids, and I'm just so proud of them for that. Where, so shout out to my fans for behaving correctly. Where was this? What, what school? Uh, Vallejo. MIT Academy versus Griffin Academy. Nice. MIT won, but we all won because parents behaved. I love oh, that. I love that. I love Good that. Stuff. Good stuff there. Let's go to Jen and Uncle Gene in Oakland. They got a shot out here. What up, Uncle Gene? What up, Jen? What up, Auntie? Hey, morning, guys. This is Auntie Jan with Uncle Gene here and Chili, our dog. And I want to give a big shout-out to... The whole Warriors organization and even the NBA for all the respect they're showing for Milojevic. And it, it, it broke our hearts. It broke everybody's hearts. Yeah. And I love the way they're showing respect to the family of Milojevic. And I think that's a big deal. And my heart goes out to that family. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Call. Rest call. in peace to Decky. Uh, Dayan Milajovic, rest in peace, man. You can see his uh, photo right now. They have it on a big board at Chase Center right now at Thrive City. So, Warriors will have a game postponed today against the Mavericks, and they'll hopefully be back Wednesday, but they need this break here. Uh, shout out to Uncle, Jan, Uncle Gene and, of course, Auntie Jan. Uh, real quick, Hazel and Santa Clara, then we got a special guest. Special guest on the hotline. Hazel, what's happening? What's up, Hazel? Hey, I want to say good luck to our St. Clair's basketball team, fifth and sixth grade girls. Good luck at their St. Clair tournament today. Nice. Absolutely. Love that. Love that. And finally, let's get to a person we haven't heard from since she went down to South Beach, Miami. Now, the Raiders covered a spread that day. But Hillary, Boxer and Gerson, on the the Boxer and Gerson guest line, it's old Hillary here. How's Hillary? 
Oh, man. Raiders fans watching the Niners right now, it's like watching your in-laws. Most of them you really can't stand. It makes you smile when they do something dumb, but a couple of them you actually like, so it's not cool to actively root against them. And you guys are the in-laws that I like. I'm here to hype y'all up before your big game, oh, right? Oh, you're going to roll over the pack. Am I right? Oh, you're absolutely you're gonna right. You're going to roll over the lines. Am I right? Absolutely. And then it's the Super Bowl. And you know what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Are you going to throw four picks against the Ravens <laughs> in a Christmas 2.0 day? And you know why? Because the Raider gods will not let the Niners win a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Oh, man. It won't happen. Oh, man. Hey, Hillary, just let me know how much the bill is when you pay for the uh, hotel room for us that got out of Las Vegas. <laughs> I, I didn't know you were going to be dousing truffle salt all over us this morning. <laughs> let me say something. I advocated for our firm, Boxer and Gerson, to send you guys to the Super Bowl this year, but I actually got outvoted because... The Niner fans in our firm said that every playoff game we've sent you to so far, the Niners have lost. <laughs> and personally, I love the tradition. I love the tradition. I wanted to keep it going, but the firm wasn't having it. Uh, Hillary, I'm not going to uh, lie. You brought your A game today. This is the best call you've had in, in months. Forever. We've been looking for you. We've been looking for you. I know you've been hearing us call well, you out, Hillary. One of my buddies, Della knows her sister quite well, and so I heard there's a lot of smack talk going on. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. We'll see you soon, Hillary. This is why I like your sister more H than Hillary, you, Hillary, Hillary, promise, promise me one thing. Promise me one what? thing. You'll be our guest of honor at the 49ers Super Bowl parade down yes, Market Street. Yes, please. Oh, my God. Only if I can wear my Raiders jersey. Yeah, the Jimmy G one. Yeah, please. Please do it. <laughs> Man, it's going to be the most expensive Super Bowl in history, and all of you Niners fans should just save your cash. If you pool all the money the Niners fans are about to shell out to go to Allegiant, I'm pretty sure we could buy back the A's instead. Oh, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably all right. right. Hillary, Hillary, it's, it's, good it's to pretty hear appropriate. You. We have the injury report. Since you're calling for Thank Boxer, you, Boxer Gerson, and Gerson. And now it's time for the injury report. Thank you, Hillary. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. It's her best performance yet. All right, we're not going to play the open for it. Uh, Drake Greenlaw questionable with Achilles tendonitis. That's something to watch there. The good news is that Greenlaw is on track to shoot up tomorrow. There is no indication that he will be on any snap count. Defensive end Cleveland Farrell has been rolled out with a knee injury he sustained against the L.A. Rams. Other than that, the Niners are expected to be fully healthy at kickoff tomorrow evening against the Green Bay Packers. That is the injury report brought to you by Boxer and Gerson. Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm helping get your workers get their lives back for over 40 years. What's coming up with a game brought to you by Fremont Bank, full-service banking, no compromises. Ryan and Oceanside, we're going to get to you. 888-957-9570. What is the key to victory tomorrow? We're talking about Brock. Shanahan and how the Niners are going to roll over the Green Bay Packers. That is all coming up. Again, brought to you by Fremont Bank, full service banking, no compromises. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.